Welcome back to this week's episode of Cover Zero. We are now entering week 13. I am here with Josiah and Corday. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing well, doing well. I'm feeling good. Got another win. Got another win in, in the column, man. In the win column. Right? So I'm, I'm, of course, I'm feeling good. <laughs> Y'all knew that was coming, man. It's been a lot of... How you doing, Jay? How you doing? Just and I come with the whole sad or mad moment. You know what I'm saying? Not, not this week. Not this week. And not gonna lie, I was rooting for you because we definitely needed that Seahawk L. So thanks for that. Thanks for that. I was rooting for y'all. I'm over here rooting for Gino. <laughs> I bet you, you because you've been hype on Gino though. You've been yeah. And yeah. rightfully so, though. He's been, he's been playing really, really well. I'm going to be honest. I actually didn't think we was going to win that game, man. I actually did. I, I didn't either. I didn't expect the shootout it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But it just shows that uh, that y'all have weapons and stuff, and then that defense isn't that good. So it was like y'all was able – and then also it showed that Josh Bidale stuck to the run and kept Josh Jacobs involved in the game plan, which should have happened more during the season. That probably would have more of a turnout. No, you're right, bro. I mean, part of it, yeah, most definitely Josh McDaniel sticking to the run. And I think just – I think everybody knows now they for sure know if you didn't know. But Seattle haven't been good all season really stopping the run. Yep. They haven't yep. really been that good. They switched from that 4-3 to 3-4. And usually when teams usually do that, they'll, their, run, their, their run defense always uh, struggles. Right. Because it's not the same lineup and, you know, a lot of linebackers are taking on guard. So they don't know how to feel as much when uh, going from a 4 down line up to three, four. That's what I always hated too. I played linebacker in college too, and I always hated it too. Like, line, like guards will get on you quick. That's why I always hate. I always hate three, four defenses. Yeah, no, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. I, and you know, Pete Carroll said it too, real quick before we get in. Pete Carroll mentioned and said that their main focus, which was he kind of put it on himself, is that they were trying to focus really on Devontae Adams. They didn't mm-hmm. want Adams right. to take over the game, so they didn't really put too much, you know, focus on Josh Jacobs, you know, um, which I'm a little shocked by that because I, I feel yeah. like as good as Devontae has been this season, I feel like Josh Jacobs has had a bigger impact on this season than Devontae Adams, if you're talking about on offense, just as team-wise in general, actually. Yeah. yeah, which is really weird because Tariq Wallen, who's a rookie, has been balling like all year with a bunch of picks. You would think we're just going to double him or – to single him up or to switch off, you know, the different kind of coverages, but you should right. still stop the run at first, you know, because when even when Devontae has gotten uh gotten off gone off, they see like, you know, they you guys have blown leads because right. you guys get away from the running game. So if you can get a lead and just just let them run it, you know, that's just that's, that's bad game plan. That's bad game plan right there. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Today we're actually gonna work backwards. So normally we end with our underdog segment, and today we're going to begin with that. Then we'll get into our game previews. The game previews we will get into are Commanders versus Giants, Eagles and Titans, and Dolphins and Niners. So um, three, I guess, key, actually, uh, matchups for this week um, as we start to get to, you know, the end of season. So... Let's start with underdog segment. And Corday, I wanted to see who you are choosing as this week's underdog. Man, I got uh, the New York Jets uh, going into uh, playing the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I really like I really like Salah uh, switching up and going from Zach Wilson to Mike White. I remember we talked about this last week. 
because right. the, these episodes drop on Thursday. We wasn't sure if he was still going to be starting. And a lot of us thought he was going to go to Flacco. Even even the media thought they was going to go to Flacco. It actually Why went to did? Mike White. Mm-hmm. Um, and he balled out. Uh, he balled out uh, a bunch, uh, three touchdowns. And then also, like, the defense and the offense, like, really responded to him, like, at post-game. really shows the leadership and, like, how much confidence they have in him versus Zach Wilson doesn't have, like, doesn't have, it doesn't seem like he doesn't have a lot of support on this team. So that move, I think, honestly, probably saved Sala and not losing the team. Like they say, you might have lost Zach Wilson. But then also, this is the same time for Zach Wilson to grow up. Because when he was interviewed last week, he said, I, I didn't get why I was benched. I'm like, why me? <laughs> so, like, lack of awareness. But then Mike White comes out and balls. And I remember he did the same thing last year. I think he threw for, like, four or five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, he, he's, I feel like Tom Brady out there. But the next week, he did do well. So hopefully, I I don't see that happening. Uh, I feel like this offense, uh, Gary, Gary Wilson got open. Elijah Moore was able, like Elijah Moore sighting, who originally wanted to be traded earlier in this year, and um and also this defense is really good. That's that's what I really like about it. this. Is right, a right. They always say like there's a like do you have a Super Bowl or like playoff defense? This this is really a playoff defense, and it seems like the more the offense does and gets better the better they get as well because they're more rested. They're, uh, they're enthusiastic because they're getting more of a rest. The offense is putting up points. I mean, look at it two weeks ago. Uh, they kept the Patriots to three points and then lost off of a punt return. So right. it shows how good this defense is. Salah's doing an amazing job over there. And they have a lot of players. And that front four is just like they have – I think they got like probably like a healthy eight guys just going, getting after the quarterback. Like it's crazy I see like – Jonathan Frank and Myers that I see like a few other like numbers, like just getting after the passer. I'm just like, Oh, they got, they coming in waves over here. Right. And I think, uh, I still don't know if Darisol is back, uh, but this O-line is banged up and Kirk Cousins really can't, they're not really booting him like they have in the past. So if he's sitting back there with this Jess D line back there, he's definitely going to, uh, he's definitely going to get, uh, get hit. Maybe, maybe even sacked too. And then also, Justin Jefferson versus Sauce Gardner. This is going to be a great matchup. Right. Like I'm, I can't wait to see this. And then I got the Jets pulling it out, man. I got the Jets winning this one. Yeah, that's a good one, bro. I gotta agree. That is a. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going with that upset, but I agree. It is. <laughs> it is going to be a really good game, man. I'm just curious to see if if Mike White can do it again. You know, because yeah. we, we've yeah. seen him play, and you're right. I mean, the media is not the only. You know, they're not the only ones that thought Joe. I thought Joe Flacco was starting. I was telling people at work, you know, I I thought Joe Flacco was sure going to start. But, you know, they they, he gave uh, Robert Sala gave the nod to Mike White, man. And, and, you know, you got to you got to respect that and you got to understand it because he's seen it. He's seen something in camp, man. And and it led to to that game, you know, and he he just balled out 300 some yards and what three touchdowns. And you just seen everybody kind of like just the offense just looked totally different. I mean, it just shows, you know, and you brought up a good point too with with um with Zach Wilson. Uh he just hasn't matured yet. You know, he has a lot of growing to do. He I think he did apologize. I'm almost sure. Don't quote me on that. I want to say he apologized for not really kind of owning up for, you know, his mistakes and whatnot. So I think he apologized like by Saturday. But like at first when they yeah. asked him when he got benched, he was like, Yeah, I didn't I didn't really understand it. Like, you know. Uh, right. And then oh, yeah. It was after that. Yeah, it was for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was yeah. recent when he apologized. Yeah, yeah. It was a little yeah, too yeah. late. But it yeah. is good that it came. And, 
you know, hopefully he learns from it, man. And and you've seen what the offense was able to do. So if he plays up to his, you know, what we all think, because I thought he was going to be good coming out. So if he at least plays, you know, respectably, I, I think, you know, that will open up the offense a little bit more. So, yeah, that's a good one. For me, I'm going to go with New England, man. I, I think New England can pull off the upset, you know, today. I, I think I think they can get Buffalo, man. Uh, Buffalo is, I think, a four-point favorite. I just – New England's really just shocked me, man. I, I kind of talked about it last week. You know, um, I didn't – I don't think I picked them, but I just thought that it would be a really good game because of how good their defense has been playing. And how Josh – how uh, Josh Allen hasn't been playing, how how bad he's kind of been playing. He hasn't really been playing that well, man. Um, you know, they they were able – they were able to come out with a victory this this past week. But just his 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 play, it just seemed like he's not as consistent as he, you know, as he as he's been in the first like what seven games. He just seemed to be off a little bit. And I think when you're okay. when you're off and when you're going against a defense like New England and you're you're going against Bill Belichick, the greatest defense or greatest head coach and one of the greatest defensive minds of all time, you know, that's a that that could be that could be a problem. And I think. They're going to put a lot of pressure on to him, man. The offensive line hasn't really been able to block that well. You know, uh, he's been taking a lot. Of, he's been taking a lot of sacks, you know, over the last yeah. few weeks here. Um, and he's been turning over the ball, too. You know, uh, he obviously that was an issue in college and it was an issue his first year in the NFL. But he, he kind of worked on that. But I don't know. These last few games here, he's kind of like, you know, that's that's. You know, he's kind of drawn back to that, you know. Um, and you, like I said, you're going against you're going against Bill Belichick. He will be prepared for that. It's in New England. That's another thing that, you know, I think people are not really looking at. I think that's going to play a factor as well. So, yeah, I'm, my underdog is going to be uh, New England. For this game. Yeah, I definitely don't think that the Patriots team or coach is a team you want to play when you need to work things out and figure out what's going wrong. Um, regardless of if you're favorite or not, that's just not a team you want to play around with right. in general. So yeah, I like that one as well. Uh, okay. So <laughs> I hate to say this. Um, okay. So again, I'm still in the prove me wrong phase of my franchise. Um, and going into this weekend, the Giants are the home underdogs. I don't know about that. So, I'm saying this. I got to hear why. I, I got to hear why. I'm going to, my underdogs this week are the Giants at home against my commanders. Oh, that's crazy. So, I'm not going to explain it. I'm going to go into our preview. And then I will explain to you guys what I'm thinking with this. Okay. So currently, Commander sit at seven and five, Giants sit at seven and four. They are both, if the season ended right now, in playoffs, which is nowhere we thought that either one of these teams would be in. Commanders are favored by one and a half points. Now, again, in my prove me wrong commander's mentality, I look at the Giants and I'm like, oh, well, we're on a roll. Our defense is doing exactly what it needs to do right now. 
Heineke gets it done somehow. I mean, he's not playing amazing, but he's getting wins, right? Here's my issue. We play Daniel Jones so poorly besides last year when we swept so poorly that I just can't confidently be like, we got this in the bag. And yes, we beat some amazing teams. We beat the amazing Eagles. However, there's still that. Okay, let's go over numbers. Right now, we are four and two on away games, which is awesome. Same record as the Giants at home. What goes for us right now is not only are the Giants have been on a three-game losing streak, they're also 0-5 of their last NFC East games, and hopefully that's messing with their heads because we need that. Commanders are on a 6-1 and um, run, so, you know, we're sticking with that. However, Daniel Jones against us is 4-1. When he only had five wins total, four of those were against us. Us. They're 5-2 in the last seven games against us. And regardless of how much better we've been in past seasons, yes, last year again, got it done and swept them. But before that, it was just like we played to their level. If they were playing poorly, that's what we did. And I'm hoping, again, because we have not done that yet, but we haven't played. I don't think we played a team this year that was just so atrociously bad to where we could possibly get relaxed, you know, and start making just, I mean, we have, we're a team. And this is what surprised me the most and made me the most proud in that game against the Falcons last week. Right. The Falcons do not make a lot of mistakes in games. They do not have penalties. They are at the top in that. We are at the bottom. We get tons of penalties. We shoot ourselves in the foot all the time. Mm. If you are going into someone else's home, you need to be on your game. Now, do I think we can do that? Yes. Do I trust it yet? No, I don't. And there are, if we're in a close game, I don't know if I can trust Heineke not to get ahead of himself and throw the ball away in a key moment. And are we going to stop Saquon Barkley? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I can say we? yeah. Yes, we've stopped yeah. runs. We've, we, we have. We have. But I've also seen where my team gets off to a horrible start. The first drive is a the easiest touchdown in the world, and then we're playing catch-up. That cannot happen. <laughs> I, I, do think, I do think the commanders – I think the commanders win this game, man, straight up. I, I just – I feel like the Giants right now, they're in trouble. We kind of talked about it a little bit last week. Their schedule looking up now is just it's, – it's, it's, it's tough. They got a tough schedule, and they're, and they're a team that really – their strengths, their strengths is really running, running the football and defense. That's their strengths. And they were starting, Daniel Jones, that is, was starting to really build some chemistry with Wandell. And now he's out. And you could tell the passing game, it just seemed like it's, it's, it's already taken a hit with him being out, you know. So I think the passing game now has even gotten a little worse. And now with Saquon Barkley going against the command, I just think 
you guys have been able to really stop the stop the run better than what you're really getting credit for. Because Atlanta, they were able they they got a hundred plus. Oh yards. no, we do for sure, for sure. But see, this what this is my thing is I look at like I look at it like this. I, I understand like maybe starting off the first six games, the first eight games, starting off you guys were struggling. Understandable, you know. But these these last three games here, and I think what last year you guys kind of caught fire what middle of the season end of the season kind of like around this time yeah around this time time. you guys that's what i'm saying you guys the team just seem ron rivera has this team ready to play around this time and i feel like here we are we're here you guys are the team is catching fire to the point where you know okay we know what we want to do we got players that you know i mean they've been bought in but to me it's always been a qb qb thing two guys Tyler Heineke uh, is in. He's in there now, and the team seemed to just rally around him. They seemed to know exactly, you know, what they want to do, how they want to do it, and whatnot. When he's in the game, you know, and the offense just seemed to play right. that much better. I think the only thing really with him is that you know he has these turnovers. Every now and then he has turnovers here and there that you know he has to fix. So so sometimes he right. can be a little inconsistent, but. I think he's fine, and the run game, going back to that, kind of got sidetracked a little bit. My fault for that. But I think the run game, you guys are going to be really good at that when it comes down to this game here because you guys have been good the last few games. You went against Atlanta Falcon team that, yeah, maybe they, they averaged over 100 yards in that game, but nobody, no single rusher had over, you know, uh, 60 yards. And then y'all went against what was the team it was a team y'all went we against. shut down pat we shut down patterson because we were not gonna let him return it we were like uh no <laughs> right right who else um but who did y'all play before that was it houston who did y'all play y'all played another uh another running team i is slipping out of my mind i can't think who it was but yeah that 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 team right there that let me look it up, man. I gotta look up and see what team it was. I want to say it was Houston that y'all played. It was another running team that y'all played, and I felt like Houston, y'all did it. Houston Eagles and the yeah, and the Eagles with Miles Sanders. Y'all held him, I believe, under sixty yards as well. Jalen Hurts didn't do too much, you know, mm-hmm. in, in that in in the running attack. And I believe the other team was Houston and Damon Hurts or da- Damon Hurts, Damon Pierce. I think he had like he didn't even have he averaged. They gave the rock to him. I think ten ten rushes. Tim rushing attempts, and he had about zero point eight yards per. Ca- I mean, he he it was one of his worst games, if not his worst game. So right. my point of saying that is that the Commanders have been really good stopping the run, and I feel like if y'all can stop Saquon Barkley, you guys are gonna be all right. And I I got you know I like Daniel Jones. I think he's playing better than you know than most people are giving him credit for. But I just think the the offense now is taking a little dip. They were they were getting some things going with Wandell now. Now with him being gone, I just think that kind of hurts the offense a little bit. So I, you know, I, I really think that, you know, the commanders kind of got this game. They got this game right here. In my opinion, I would go with the commanders. One thing we also have to do is what we did against Atlanta last week, and that is share the wealth. I mean, everybody on our offense last week got involved. And so it wasn't shut down McLaurin and you're good. Right. Everybody on the team was running. I'm like, wait a second. What? Like, what is going? I mean, it was really just nice to see the offense roll like that. So I think I definitely think if we could do that again, then we can pull out with this win. If we do that. 
it's, he's like, you tie. It's funny how much Randy don't believe in her team. That's why it's like, I'm over here just laughing. But like, you don't no, no, know no. your team. It's not belief. It's not belief. Like, I love my squad. I root for them. I think they should win. But like, think about how many years I've watched games where we should win. And we just like. But again, we did talk about the culture and all of that, and we have that now. So I do have more faith, but I'm still a show me first, and then we'll get back to that. You know, we're still working on our relationship here. <laughs> the trust. Yeah, the trust. And I think it's like, you know, you like, like you say, you know your team, and it's always – there's one team in your division who always be, seems to beat you no matter how bad they're doing. And it's like something about them, like you don't know why, but they just always figure you out and they beat you. Uh, sometimes you guys yeah. do it to us. Like uh, I remember, I think it was like four years in a row, I think we lost to you guys in Washington. And it was always crazy because it was early in the season. And I was like, God, why we keep losing them? But it was the same thing, like how you guys beat us recently. You guys ran yeah. it down our throats, and that's usually how we lose. We turn the ball over, and that's usually how we lose to you guys. Um, I think with this game, it's it's interesting because, like like how just how you said, uh, Ron Rivera has his, is coaching his team up. They're playing good defense. They're they're. Uh, I I can't. I, is it is it Jonathan Allen? Who, who's beasting right now? Because there's so many, like, I know Sweat, then there's Allen, then the yeah. other. They got, yeah. Yeah. and Chase is so still many, not even back yet. So it's Chase is still not back. They got so should many be deep. back this week. Yeah, they got so many D tackles over there. I forget which one. I think it's Jonathan. It's the one with the fish. He got the, he got a visor and a fish going down the middle, which I still think is like one of the ugliest helmets ever. I'm just like, bro, you <laughs> come on, take that thing off. You got swag, man. You can't rock a visor and a and a and a, and a fish, man. Nah, don't do that. I, um, I like it, but go on, go on. I, nah, nah, this, you need to <laughs> step the game up. It's just, it's, anyway, anyway, um, they're they're actually doing pretty good on defense. Uh, like you said, Taylor Heineke. Funny about it, Taylor Heineke and Daniel Jones actually play similar. Like neither one of them are great. They're good, but you don't want either to do too much because they can cost you the game. Which is funny because Heineke is undrafted and Daniel and Daniel Jones is like a number six overall pick. Mm-hmm. Super funny to me. Um, can you stop Saquon Barkley? That that is the best question you said. They've been stopping the run lately. Uh, and then if you do stop Saquon, then this game is over because that's literally what right. the Giants are based around. Crowd the box, stop Saquon, uh, and you'll lose because they don't want Daniel Jones throwing it a ton because he'll turn it over. Or if he drops back and you start start pressuring him or sack him, he will fumble. Um, so, yeah, it's <sighs> – do I gotta pick this game? <laughs> yeah, you gotta pick, man. Uh, I said time. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with the Giants, but I really don't believe in them either. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I believe uh, in. Oh, I'll say it like this: I believe in Saquon more than I believe in either quarterback. I'll say it like that, if that makes sense. I believe in Saquon getting it done than either of these quarterbacks getting it done. That's the best way I could put it. So I got the Giants winning this game in a close one because also it's division rivalry. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that was a, that was a, a big sign, though. 
All right, so let's move into this next matchup. We have Eagles versus Titans. Eagles are sitting at 10-1 and one with that loss to <laughs> Commanders. Um, and then the Titans are sitting at 7-4. And coming off of that loss, which I, you know, they let me down as underdogs, so maybe, again, um, the Giants will too. Um, so, Josiah, who do you see winning this matchup? And what are, you know, what does each team need to do to get it done? Give me the Eagles, man, straight up. I, I just think I was I was really disappointed with the Titans last week, man. I, I thought yeah. I thought the Titans, I just thought they was gonna win. Not only, I mean, you know, they they weren't my underdog, you know, team last week, but I just thought because it was a re, a, a real revenge game, not a revenge game because they lost to them years ago or anything like that. They just lost to them. The last time they played, they lost in a divisional round. And, you know, I thought maybe it's because, you know. Derrick Henry obviously wasn't his – he wasn't at his full strength. You know, he was just mm-hmm. getting back. You know, um, it just – Ryan Tannehill didn't – obviously, when Derrick Henry's not going off, the whole offense is dead, really. I mean, yeah. you know, Ryan Tannehill yeah, really thing. Play action is dead. You know, I just thought him – because he's having a really good season. He's having a Derrick Henry-type season. Not maybe the the best, but he's still – you know, he's, he's still considered the best running back in the league, I would think. You know, um, so I don't know. I just thought – I thought that this game right here, Mike Vrabel was going to get them really to to come out and really just stomp all over their heads, man. But that just – that was not the case. The Bengals defense came to play. They knew exactly what they was trying to do. And, you know, you 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 put an end to the, to, the, to the run game. That's it. That's really it for them. And the Eagles, yeah. one thing I've liked about them, and this is the reason why I'm picking them – well, I've liked a lot of things about them, you know, uh, all through the offseason, all the way up until now. But they added two – Defensive players, two defensive linemen who I think, you know, last week the Packers were able to get, you know, some runs here and there with, you know, Aaron Jones and whatnot. But and um, what's his name? Uh, Dylan. They was able to get some runs with him. But I just think when Limval Joseph, who they picked up and the Dominican Sue really gets rolling, which I think can be this week. I think it's going to be hard to really run on this team. That was that was one of the weaknesses for the Eagles. I think teams has been teams have been able to get some good runs off them. Uh-huh. And, you know, now with you adding them into the mix, I just feel like at this point, you know, they're al- almost, almost at a complete team. You know, you got people, I'm not going to say Super Bowl or bust, but you got people really feeling like this is a Super Bowl, Super Bowl or bust type of team. You know, just how well they're playing and how they've stacked the team and how good they're being coached right now. Um, so I, I really do feel like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say they're going to hold Derrick Henry to, you know, the yardage that the Bengals held him to. But I do. I don't think that Derrick Henry is going to have a really good game in here. I, I, I don't. I, I think that you know they're going to be able to really stuff the middle and stop Derrick Henry from really getting around, you know, the edges and and trying to get his fifteen twenty yards there. I just think that the Eagles is really going to put a hurting on that run game, and the Eagles' offense is going to start clicking. And then on top of that, too, AJ Brown, who I think he's he's played okay. He hasn't been the A.J. Brown, you know, in the last, like, three, I don't know, maybe, like, three weeks, last three weeks, he hasn't really been that great. But now he's uh-huh. going against his former team. You know, this is this is a, the game right here where I could see Nick and Shane really having an offensive game plan for him, you know, uh, along with, obviously, you know, what Jalen Hurts, obviously his, the, the way he plays the game in general anyway. I mean, you can have a game plan for one player or whatever it is, Jalen Hurts, things he can do 
you know, as much as he improved in the, in the um, passing game, you know, he can kind of create his own plan at times, kind of similar to Patrick Holmes in that sense, not throwing like him or anything like that, but just because he's a dual threat. Um, and he, you know, he's he's worked on his passing. So, yeah, I, I do think that this Eagle team here is 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 going to beat the Titans. I just think, you know, the 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 Russian attack, what they've added to the rush attack, I think is really going to help them. Now, let me ask you something, and this is kind of random, but Titans defense, right? Only allowing like around, I think it was 18.6 points per game. Do you see this as a high scoring or low scoring game? I see it as low scoring. I, I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I mean, the Eagles haven't been that great either on offense. I mean, they, 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 they've done, well, I can't say they haven't been that great. I just think certain players, like I said, A.J. Brown, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been, he hasn't looked like A.J. Brown the last few games. Jalen Hurts is, is, you know, he's the first, the first, I want to say, let me see. I, the, well, I'll, I'll just say this, the same with Jalen Hurts the last few games, he hasn't been, he hasn't looked exactly the same, but I think they have enough on offense to really be able to put up more points in the Titans. I don't think it's going right. to be a, in the 30s or anything like that, but I just feel like they have enough, and I really like the pieces that they added on defense to stop the run game. But going to your point, the Titans' defense have played pretty, pretty well. They have played well for sure. I just, I don't know. I, I think this is a this should be. I don't want to. I don't want to put nothing on it, but I just think AJ Brown. This should be a breakout game for him. I I would think. Mm-hmm. I don't know about a hundred yards or anything like that, but you know. Um, Close to it, at least close to it, and maybe a couple touchdowns for him. I think he's, I think he's due for one of those games right now. So I got it as a close game, but I do think it's, it's, I think, I think the Eagles have enough to pull away in this game. I'm not gonna lie, man. This game scares me, man. Um, this game scares me a lot because, yeah, I mean, because this our our weakness on our team is uh our run defense we signed uh sue and and linval joseph and it's been helping but it's still like a transition of us being able to stop the run consistently especially like in short yardage plays it seems like we give up even with like linval joseph and sue right in there mm-hmm. but then uh sue makes an impact uh rushing the pasture still anyway i think even joseph got a sack as well so i think it's because i think we try to use like multiple fronts multiple like different like guys in there and stuff so it's it's still an adjustment period and then like our linebackers and stuff so and then also uh uh Gardner Johnson is out uh he went out of the game he has like a lacerated spleen or or kidney laser okay. kidney uh, yeah that's like he uh I remember he hit the guy and then he just kind of sat there and they said oh we think it's his ribs I'm like he didn't get up I'm like must have worse that and he has like a lacerated kidney so he's gonna be out indefinitely um and he was leading the league in interceptions with six um yeah, and the funny thing about last week, Josiah, you mentioned that they stopped the run. Like, I don't think we will stop uh, Derrick Henry like they did. They held him to 17 carries for 38 yards. That, I don't think, I don't think that's gonna be a thing. But then he um, he had three catches for 79. He busted one on like a screen pass. Mm-hmm. I honestly felt like Tennessee probably should have did that, did more screens with Derrick Henry like that to kind of get him out of space and have him be more explosive. Uh, but like we said, we have to try to stop the run because when we stop Derrick Henry. Then uh, that's their whole offense. Tra- your boy Trayvon Burks has been coming on, uh, recently making big plays. Like literally on a screen pass, Derrick Henry was running up the sideline, got to I think about the three. They came up, stripped the ball away from Trayvon Burks, fell on it on the ball in the end zone. He scored a touchdown. So that was like <laughs> super funny to see. And then also 
Like you, you mentioned AJ Brown. Right. I want to see AJ Brown another like three touchdown kind of a game because you know he definitely wants to give this beat his old team because they said he wanted more money or I don't even know why they traded him and Mike Vrabel was still emotional when they traded him too because he didn't want AJ Brown to go. So you definitely want to see I want to see AJ Brown go off against his former team. Right. But then right, also right. at the same time, he has to hold on to the ball because he I think he's fumbled like two of the last three weeks and that's like been costly like uh against the Packers he ripped they got ripped out and they returned it all the way to like the five or something like that so we have to be more conscious of that and I know he he definitely probably will be playing his former team to like just try to get a lot of yak a lot of uh a lot of yards and score some touchdowns so I just want to see him like like he did when, when, they, when we played Pittsburgh he just like pointed one two three and like looked at all <laughs> I know if he's doing that he's feeling it um and and like you mentioned, Josiah, this our offense hasn't been as explosive as it was before. Like last week was a huge thing because we ran for like 300 yards against the Packers and we scored 40 points. But the week before that, we was uh, struggling against Detroit, and the week before that, we were struggling against Indy. Uh, was Detroit? No, it was it was it was no. We struggled against uh, Indy, and then we struggled against um, uh, Brandy's Washington Commanders. Mm. So I felt like we were chasing a lot of big plays consistently. And we would chase big plays. If you don't get it, you can get three and out and stuff. And then last week, we just, all right, well, the way they kept leaving Jalen Hurts, like, running lane, so he just took advantage. I think he had, like, over 100 yards rushing in, like, the first half, which is ridiculous because he was just like, all right, y'all playing, man. I see a little opening. Let me go here. And he uh, he was picking it up, man. And then we, we finally used Miles Sanders to get the tough yards, which I feel like sometimes – we use Hurts a little too much. He doesn't get like that run and start to pick up short yardage plays, and it's and it's hurt us. But we use Miles Sanders in situations where he could just like smell the goal line or smell like the uh, third and one. So I got my Eagles winning this, but they do makes me nervous because of how <laughs> Derrick Henry's a beast. You know, I mean King Henry, man. They call him King Henry for a yeah, reason. Right. You know, yeah. And that defense ain't nothing to slouch yet. You know, and Kevin Bayard, you know. Uh, <laughs> Thanos Killmonger's favorite safety. You know, he'd be making plays out there. So, yeah. Okay, this last matchup, I'm super excited about. Um, hoping it's a good one. Dolphins, Niners. I'm so excited about it. Anyway, so what do you see as the key to winning this game? These two teams right now, um, you know, looking to make a statement. What do they need to do to come out with the W? And who do you have winning this one? The C who I've winning is that's a, that's a great one. Uh, honestly, I saw this game. I'm like, this is gonna be one for the ages. Um, Elijah Mitchell just went out. He, he sprained his MCL again, so they're gonna have to rely on uh, Christian McCaffrey a lot. And then mm-hmm. it's always funny. Uh, the Niners always have some running back go down and some other dude come in and just like spell him like who like who is this? Oh yeah, it's a random undrafted free agent out of out of Colgate. You know, like Shanahan saw him running like it just it, <laughs> you know all of a sudden he gets eighty yards on the day on twelve carries. You be like, how the hell like where did this dude come from? Right. But um the keys to the game is definitely gonna be um uh the Niners running the ball, uh being able to set up uh, start the run. Uh, but also the real key is, is Jimmy G. Um, they played the Saints last week. They only scored 14 points. They shut out um, They shut out the Saints, who really isn't a great offensive team. That mm-hmm. defense still – the funny thing the funny is now that the Saints are known as a defensive team, 
even though he used to put up like all those points, like that defense is still dope. But mm-hmm. uh, they only put up 14 points against that defense, even with all those weapons on offense. So the key to me is Jimmy G not turning the ball over in the crunch. And they always say, usually like when a coach leaves and plays that team again, he knows the team, how their tendencies, how to react and stuff like that. More than like when a player leaves a team and comes back, that's usually yeah. always, it's, it's going to be super good. And the fact that um, Mike McDaniel was the run coordinator, he'll probably definitely know how to stop and slow down this running game to put the ball in Jimmy G's hands to, for him to have to not try to overthrow it in the middle of the field, tip it, tip it up and get intercepted or throw one of those just bad Jimmy G interceptions that uh, we've come prone to knowing that he that he does. Uh, they're going to have to get Debo involved and Ayuk and Kittle. Uh, Kid, uh, Kiddo got uh, loose two games ago, and Ayuk seems like he scores nothing but just touchdowns, and Debo's the main guy. But uh, it's going to be interesting. The key is Jimmy G uh, not turning over and getting his ground game started. But then we look on the other side with Miami. My tour. Uh, uh, also, another thing I saw today, uh, Taron Armstead is out the next two to four weeks with who's their starting left tackle. And they got Nick Bosa. I think Solomon Thomas is coming back as well along that uh, defensive front. So that spells trouble for this this, uh, Dolphins offense. But Tua looks great, man, out there. He's doing it with ease. He's looking like – I remember coming to the draft, a lot of people compared him to, like, maybe a Drew Brees because he's, like, about the same height and doesn't have a great arm. And he's just getting into his weapons. So I'm going to see how this O-line can hold up against a pass rush like – the 49ers and how good this defense is and see if they can slow down a Tyreek Hill who's super explosive and a, and a Waddle who's super explosive as well. And um, Moser used to play for the Niners as well. Yeah. And I forget the other guy who they traded from the Niners this year who's been going off too because it's so it's so many of them. Is it Junior? Is it something Junior uh, who plays for the, for the Miami Dolphins now? But yeah, they all have like – they're all like in a Twitter – war right now going back and forth they're chirping former Niners chirping with current Niners and stuff like that so this is gonna be a real interesting game man super interesting I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick the Dolphins because I don't like I don't like Jimmy G <laughs> they really do have to execute better in the red zone it's I'm not a I mean I obviously this isn't my squad but watching them I'm like y'all get there like you he's got it Jimmy G has got to do he's got to get it done it's like so many weapons. You like, how can you not? Get and you got all the way like, down the field. It's like you've already down, yeah. got the yards. You just need yeah. to feel like get it done. Get into the end zone. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. I can't wait to see it because I've been trolling Niner fans too. Like it, it'd be funny. Like, I can't wait till they lose. I always <laughs> like like to say stuff like I think I said a few weeks ago. Jimmy G throws the prettiest interception I ever seen in my life. <laughs> 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 so it's it's funny and i had a show in san jose where i roasted jimmy g because it was that crazy stat that i think cj put in the chat where it said jimmy g is 10 and 2 when he doesn't throw a, a touchdown and i was like compared him i was like jimmy g is that dude who joins the uh the group project and don't do nothing but just like press the button for the slides or just hold up something but get an a <laughs> 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 i was like that's him you know what man i i I'm going to agree with you. 
do like Miami in this matchup because they just have too much offense. I love the Niners defense. Um, you brought up some you brought up some really good points, starting with Miami. Obviously, they're missing, they're gonna be missing Taryn Armstead, who is huge. Uh when he went out, it's crazy because it's crazy how big of an impact a player could really have because when he went out, they they didn't allow not one sack on that offensive line. When he went out, they allowed five sacks on that offensive line. Tua got sacked five times. So he's he's just a he's he's one of those dudes, man, where you know he's that big of an impact of player where you know they need him. And you're going against a 49er defense where I mean they we know how good they are. And and they're them too, just like the other team I brought up. <clears throat> The commanders, they play, they're they normally catch fire around this time. They start playing really good defense. They start running the ball really well. I've always liked Kyle Shanahan as far as a play caller, you know, as far as especially in the run game. I thought that was gonna take a, a dip when uh when Mike left, McDaniels, when he when he left, I thought it was gonna take a dip. It hasn't. And all they've doing all they've done is add more firepower power with McCaffrey. So I, I, me with Miami, that offensive line is an issue there. Austin Jackson also may be out in this game as well. So that that concerns me when it comes down to Miami. But it's just at the same time too. You you know Tua can scramble, and I, we've been talking about it all all year. Tua has been really really confident this this whole year. It just it almost seems like this is the coach he's been missing <laughs> for a while. Like this is the, this is the coach he should have had a long time ago because. He gets it. He gets the scheme. He's got the players there. Jalen Waddle is 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 playing really really well. Tyreek Hill, I think we figured he would play well, but I don't know if we thought that he would be playing this good this you know this early into this offense. I mean, he clicked. He is week one. I mean, he was already he knew what was going on. This offense is one of the most, if not the most, explosive offense in the league. Um, you know, but that offensive line do concern me. Uh, and one thing I will say with Miami too, one thing they need to really get going is that run game. I did think the run game would be a little, that's the only knock I will say about Miami is I thought the run game would be a little bit better, you know, and it hasn't been, you know, well, Wilson didn't have a good game last week. So I want to see them really kind of develop a run game in this game. As far as the, um, <clears throat> as far as the Niners, yeah, you brought up the good point, you know, uh, with Jimmy G. But that stat that you brought up, I think you said what he's 10 and 2 when he doesn't throw a touchdown. See, that's why I don't think he's the guy that they need to really be concerned about. They need to be concerned about that run game. Christian McCaffrey, uh, um, all the, you know, the the way, like I said again, I was shocked that this this running game was still able to be the force that they are. You know, Debo, now they added Christian. Elijah, I, obviously he's he's out, but I mean, you know, once he gets once he how uh long is he out? Six to eight six to eight weeks. Oh, okay. He so re he's done. He, yeah. yeah. He re injured his MCL that he hurt earlier in the year. Okay, yeah, he's done. He's done. Yeah, you he's know, done. but done. they they they're able to really create the the run game regardless with, with that yeah. offense. And I I've been shocked I've been shocked with that all season. So yeah. to me, that would be the number one thing for the Niners is the run game has to get going. They have to somehow get the run game going. They got to get Christian McCaffrey going a little bit earlier last week when they played the saints, you know, it was, it was, it was 13 to zero. They won 13 to zero, but that run game was non-existent. I mean, they wasn't able to get anything going in that run game, you know, and playing against a Miami team. I think the only reason why the saints didn't put up no points because the saints is, is for, 
on on offensive trash. I think trash. They're, team, trash. they're okay because they have a really good defense and they have a really yeah. good defensive coordinator as a head coach over there. I don't know if exactly. he's the right head coach. I think he deserve another chance. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm unsure with him with that. But when it comes down to that defense, they can play. But exactly. with Miami, that that offense can play, and they can, and they're exactly. fast. That's a really, really, really fast offense. And the Niners' defense is pretty fast too. We we talk about Fred Warner. We talk about our guy from uh, UFC, Hafanga. Uh, uh, we talk about different players over there that has, you know, obviously we talk about Nick Boza. You know, they have a lot of fast, good, productive players over there. But I just, I don't know if it's enough. I just feel like Miami at some point, that, and this is what makes this game, because this is my favorite game of the week. Is, is You know, yeah. like you guys said, this is also my favorite game. I just think it's, it's going to be a really fast, fun game. And it's going to be two. You've got the, the, the head coach, you know, uh, the veteran head coach, you know, that's taking his team to the Super Bowl. And it's been pretty, pretty productive with the Niners for the most part. And then you got the new head coach now that is, really brought the Miami Dolphins back to life that used to be under, you know, the guy he's about to play under Mike Shanahan or Kyle Shanahan. So, so yeah, man, um, this is going to be a really good game, but I am going to edge Miami on this one. I just think I'm concerned with the offensive line. I am concerned with the offensive line, but if they can really, if they can get some type of run game going and get that pass rush, that defensive line kind of falling back just a tad bit, kind of focus on the run a little bit, and then maybe switch, just switch it up just a little bit. Have Tua do a little bit because they don't do too many play action plays over there. A lot of RPOs, you see a lot of uh-huh. RPOs over there. I think they just switch it up just a tad bit over there, a little bit, and just kind of focus, just not focus all on the run game. We think you get the run game going a little bit, you know, and then obviously use Tyreek Hill and, and and Waddle and all of them in the passing game. I think they'll be okay, you know. Um, so yeah, give me give me the Dolphins in this game. Uh, you was talking about uh the explosiveness of the uh, Miami Dolphins. Uh, we mentioned Fonga, you mentioned Bosa and stuff like that. Uh, the the real tale is because the Niners defense is great, but they don't have the cor- they don't have stellar corners out there. And I want to see how these corners that they do have on the team match up with uh these explosive wide receivers. Uh, I think that's that's the one matchup on the defense that that's the one weakness that doesn't get exploited because of their front is so damn good. But I want to see if they're able, if the corners are able to match up with these explosive guys, if the the pressure doesn't get there. That's a um, that's a yeah, that's a really good point. And you know, we talk about it, we talk about it on this pod all the time. The trenches, it starts in the trenches, and mm-hmm. you know, sometimes these defensive lines are is able to make up for the secondary. And sometimes mm-hmm. you get to see it mid season or late in the season, like why is that second? Like if the team, for example, say a secondary is getting ranked really, really well, and you're noticing, oh, dang, okay. That player is okay. That player, oh, he's playing mm-hmm. a little bit better, but you still don't believe in him. But then you know that defensive line is real nasty. They're doing really good. Well, the game they don't do good in, and the secondary is getting carved up. That's when you know, yeah. okay, yeah, it's, it's the D line. So, and that could be this game. However, though, I don't see it being in this game because yeah. Miami's O line is hurt. You exactly. know, they're they're hurt. They gave up a lot of sacks last week when they when when their when their best player on the offensive line went out, and now they're yeah. really missing Austin Jackson. You know, yeah. I, I remember. I, I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Seeing that, like they was blowing the Texans out, but Tua was still getting hit, mm-hmm. even though they was. I think it was like twenty four to nothing at one point. Yeah, and Tua bro. was still dropping back and getting hit. Yeah. So that's a, that's definitely a telltale when uh t- 
Taron Armstead went out. And I think he's I think he's out two to four weeks too. So he's probably he's definitely probably missing this game. And then Austin Jackson, because the one thing about this old the one thing about this Miami team that most people don't talk about is this old line wasn't good coming into this year. There was like the one real weakness. Like people question Tua, but this offensive line wasn't that great. But the addition of uh Taron Armstead was a great addition. But if you got him out and then Austin Jackson, who was their best O-lineman last year when his O-line wasn't even that good. Right. Kind of spells trouble. So, yeah. hey, we'll see how quick you get these RPOs off, man. <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to be quick because that Niner defense, just as fast as that Miami def- uh, offense plays, that's how fast that Niner defense plays. They're yeah. they're just as fast. You know, they're just as fast. Uh, uh, my only thing is, is that after a while, you know, especially if that Niner offense is not able to stay on the field. That's why I think they have to be yeah. able to run the ball. We know yeah, exactly. what we're going to get with Jimmy G. We know. I mean, it's it's no reason for us to expect, especially Niner fans, it's no reason for anybody to expect anything different when it comes down to Jimmy G. I think we we get what we get. And I think he I think he's content with that. I think he's okay. He's he's he knows who he is, he knows what offense he's in. He knows he's the guy. He don't got to worry about anything right now, especially with Trey Lance being hurt, you know. So I do think that when it comes down to this Niner offense, they have to get some type of running game going. They have to get some type of running game going. And if I'm Miami, I'm forcing – I am forcing Jimmy G to try to beat us. <laughs> I'm fo- I'm definitely, definitely focused on that because without that – if he has to beat us in this game, oh, yeah, we – we got it. We'll be all right. <laughs> you know, Miami will be all right. Yeah, I, I do think, though, this is going to be a really good game. Definitely think it's going to be a good game for sure. This could be a high – it could be a high-scoring game. Um, yeah. The reason why I say that is because I can see the Niners kind of getting a couple turnovers. You know, yeah. I, I could see that and, and them having short field advantage, which is what the Niners would want. You know, you really don't want to have to take the whole field or anything like that with Jimmy G as your QB, especially if not if you're not able to run the ball that effectively, you know. But the defense is that good, you know. They can get some turnovers for sure. So, yeah, that that's how I'm feeling about it, man. But that was a good point. That was a good point for sure. But yeah, that 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 does it, man, for this 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 week 13 slate of games. We'll see y'all next week. Have a good one.